The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're asking, is email marketing dead? There's so many channels, there's messenger marketing, SMS, and the teens aren't reading emails. They're too busy on TikTok. So where does email marketing fit in these days and how long does it have left? Before we get into that, though, if you would like our list of the top 10 books we recommend to improve your email marketing, that's one of the resources that you'll find at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash resources. The fact that we're recommending this probably tells you what the uh, answer to the question is going to be about email marketing being dead, but go and grab it, emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash resources. He likes chewing gum in theory, but not in practice. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he won't eat on the beach because no food tastes better with sand in it. It's psychological mind reader Kennedy. I never think, oh, I love an ice cream where you sort of lick it away and then suddenly, what is that? Why? Why would you eat anything? Same with fish and chips. I don't want fish and chips. Crunch, crunch, crunch. It's the grizzly bits, the grizzly gritty bits. Oh, it's just horrible. And obviously it's windy here. It's windy everywhere. And if it's a really hot day and your mouth's all hot, you end up with glass in your mouth. <laughs> See what did there. Lovely to see you doing the jazz hands there, Robert Temple. How nice. Hello, it's everybody. The, it's the it's, uh, this, <laughs> this is the show where we give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode every, all together now, Email Marketing Wednesday. Will you stop it? Let's call it sand in the ice cream Wednesday. It's not going to catch on. It's just Wednesday, mate. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Make sure you hit the subscribe button to make sure you do not miss out a single episode of the show. Take us a photograph of yourself listening to... A photograph of yourself. It's called a selfie these days. Oh, Take a look selfie at with- you and send an electronic mail on the World Wide <laughs> <Yeah>. Web. <laughs> Uh, take a photograph, let us see you watching this episode, uh, and then take a, or take a screen, not both, take a screenshot of the episode. I always get this wrong, I don't know, I'm going to Let us out. see you watching this episode, or like listening to this episode, <laughs> or, I don't know, if you're on the blog, you might be reading this episode, that's okay as well. Either way, however you're consuming this content, let us know that you're doing it, tag us on the socials, at Rob and Kennedy, we'd love to see what you're doing. Yeah, and if you can figure out the call to action among that, then well done. <laughs> well There's done, a call to you. It's in like, there somewhere. Who would have thought that we turned this episode into an escape room of call to actions? All right, so, <laughs> yes, is email marketing dead? We do hear this quite a bit, and there's a lot of chat about this, and it's totally, I think it's understandable why it might be seen as email marketing as dying. It's sort of limping along its last legs of life with things like low open rates and all this sort of stuff. And I mean, like new platforms coming along. We've got all these different social media platforms. We've got uh, messenger marketing, SMS. We've got push notifications and apps and all this stuff fighting for our attention. The reason that I think, well, the reason that email open rates are down is because honestly, most emails are shit. That's it. I mean, they're all just like, turning up every so often 
and sometimes as often as every day, telling us and directing us towards stuff that we should buy. So there's actually no reason to open those emails. The only, if your emails, and like most people's are, if those emails are only there to tell us another reason to buy or a new thing to buy, the only time we're going to open that email is if we want to know what's new for sale, or if we're now thinking, oh, I wonder if it is the time for me to, to buy this. Or I wonder what that subject line's got to do that's going to reveal something new about that product or service. There's no other reason, unless I'm pretty far down the buyer cycle, pretty far down the funnel, to actually open those emails, right? Uh, but I want to put a cl- I want to put a clarification on that because it's so true, and I don't want people to think, well, if the if the reason email marketing could be seen as dying is because emails are shit, that means I've got to be an incredible show stopping writer, and I'm not. I don't no. want you to think, oh my god, but like all these people who've been sending emails for years, their emails are now shit. My emails are going to be even worse because I I'm not a good writer. I don't want you to think it's like because the because because you've got to be a talented writer in order to write good emails. It's not about that. It's just about the purpose and the use and the intent behind those emails. Like Kennedy said, most of the time it's just, do you want to buy this thing today? No. Do you want to buy this thing today? No. Do you want to buy this thing today? No. Do you want to buy this thing today? And there's very little reason. Like all the all you're doing every day, all most emailers are doing every day, showing up, showing them the product and saying, do you know this about the product? Do you want to buy it yet? No. Okay. And then the next day they say, and it's got a door on it. Do you want to buy it now? No. Okay. Next day. Uh, this is cool because of another reason. Do you want to buy it now? No. And there's nothing, there's no intent behind that other than buying it. And, and that, that gives you a real problem. It does. And it's a very transactional thing. If your emails are transactional and we're pretty much of the belief that no emails should only be transactional. That's the quote that you're going to see on our social media. I can tell you that. No, e- Write this down. No emails should be transactional. Even your transactional emails. We'll talk about what you can do with that in a, in a future episode, for sure. Let's just take an example of not email, not online, but the old brick-and-mortar shop. You go down the street, and you go... I did this yesterday. I went into an electronic shop, national chain here in the UK, big one, went in, and I'm looking around the new Macs, and I'm looking around what HP are doing with their computers. I'm looking at different sound... I get, I'm, I'm all in that area, and... One person comes over and they say, hey, can I help you? And I'm big, and obviously we know that's all code for, can I sell you something? Because <laughs> that's what it means. It's, remember, the words don't matter. The intention is what matters. Here's another quote for you. The words don't matter. The intention matters. I'm a quote machine. He's a machine. So, <laughs> I'm just a quote machine. Yeah. So not a singer, quote machine, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's a quote machine. Anyway, what's wrong with us? Um, so we know that's what that means. Then I go over the TV area. I see what, because I've not been out the house for such a long time. I want to see what an 8K, 8K, can't even say it, 8K TV looks like. Flip my neck. They're amazing, by the way. But then another person comes over and goes, hey, can I, can I sell you something? I mean, they said, well, the words they said were, can I help you? And then I went over and had a look at the um, smartwatches. Can I help you with something? No, then I had a look in the corner where they've got this other area where you can buy mobile phone contracts. Can I help you with something? Five different people in that shop asked me if they could sell me something. That's not a great experience. We all hate it. We all just go, no, I'm fine, thanks. Basically, which is code for, no, will you please fuck off, right? Whereas, compare that experience to when you go into an Apple store. Now, whether you love Apple or hate Apple products, immaterial, the shopping experience is different there. 
What Apple figured out is if they just create an enjoyable environment where you can go in and just play without someone coming over and going, can I sell you something? Because they don't do it. Those trendy people in the T-shirts don't do that. You can go in and have a play with the new widget and the new thingy and the new phone and the new desktop and the new laptop and the new iPad-y thing. And the, you can do all, you can play. You can go in and play. And the reason that that works so well is because you go to the Apple Store and you open up the door to the Apple Store, you walk in because you want to know what cool stuff is inside. And that is a really good way to think about our emails. People don't want to walk in and be open up your emails and say, hey, can I sell you something? Instead, they want to open your emails to find out if there's some really cool stuff inside. And you might not be cool. You might not be selling something that's cool. You might not do something that's cool. You might not write really cool. But the value they get, and we've talked about the types of value in, pre value in previous episodes of the show, but if there is value that they can get from just opening your email, now there's a reason to open your email. So the good news is the old way of doing email marketing dead. Been dead for years. But this value-led way of doing email marketing is your biggest opportunity to stand out in people's inboxes because almost nobody's doing it regardless of how many times and how many stages and platforms and podcasts Rob and I have banged on about it. Yeah. And so what we're looking for here is not to say you can't ever sell stuff. You, you can sell stuff in a hundred percent of your emails, but that can't be the sort of, that can't be the clear and only purpose of the email. That has to be a, a, an offer for people who want to take what you've said in the email and do something more with it. Now we had somebody comment on one of our Facebook ads the other day or Instagram ads actually saying daily emails, I'd unsubscribe faster than you can possibly think or something like that. And that's really representative. I actually commented back because it triggered me. Uh, that's really representative of the shit emails that he's receiving and how he currently perceives emails. Because the truth is, loads of emails that we do get, you would unsubscribe if they suddenly started emailing you every day. Think about like, uh, you know, the big high street chains who just email you about, the, uh, you know, with a raft of new things that they've got going on that you don't really give a toss about. Again, if they suddenly step that up to be more frequent, there's loads of big senders that I've often thought, oh, should I just unsubscribe because I'm just, I'm not, I, all I do is I just open the email and stick it straight in a folder somewhere out of the way. So you don't want to be that. Now, on the flip side of that, one of our lovely subscribers, Teodora, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, not butchering, butchering it, tweeted about one of our emails the other day, calling out how good the subject line was, how good the email itself was. That wasn't just from like a geeky mar marketing perspective, enjoying the email. It was actually because the email was valuable. It had value. Value. And she talked about how happy she was to see these emails landing in her, and I quote, crowded inbox. So how cool would that be for your business if you could send emails and your customers and subscribers talked about it publicly on social saying, oh my God, I've just had an email from Kennedy and it was about this amazing thing. How cool would that be in your business? And all we're doing is changing the, uh, the focus and changing the highlight of those emails. And this is all to do with the content, but then we've got to talk about the big A word, and that's algorithms. Okay, so let's, we all know that at some point in history, let's take Facebook as one example. Facebook put a lot of priority into pages, 
when they first launched those and first started, started supporting businesses in a heavy way. And so they give a lot of priority in the, in the main news feed for a lot of people to see what you posted on your Facebook page. But as their focus went elsewhere, and probably because most marketers, like everything, broke it because they abused that beautiful idea, they then focused their attention away from the Facebook pages and gave less uh, priority, I guess, to displaying those in the newsfeed. Now people go, oh, Facebook pages, they're difficult. Well, if you listen back to our episode with Rachel Miller, you see that's not the case, but we know that it's slightly more difficult. And then I prioritize something else. It might be groups. It might be events. It could be any of these different, different things that they launch. And the same on Twitter, the same on Instagram, the same, all the platforms um, use these algorithms to decide what they're going to prioritize. I remember when Facebook Lives first came out. To get loads of attention on Facebook, you could just do a live. And you didn't even have to be very good at it because people would just get notifications saying, Rob Temple just went live on Facebook. And you're like, great, I haven't heard from him him for years, but he's going to be live because even though I'd never engaged with his content. So they're always going to prioritize showing the late, showing off their latest feature. Of course they are. Whereas that can really damage your ability to reach your audience. Whereas with email, what you've got to, all you've got to do is make sure that you have a really good clean list and you are doing all the right things and not be considered as spam. So there are some kind of algorithmic type things with, with, with email. It's not totally, um, there are not no algorithms, but as long as you're not doing crap emails, which is what we're kind of talking about here today, then you are actually going to land under people's noses. And here's the honest truth. If your audience has social media, any social media account, then guess how they have to sign up for a social media account? They have to do with an email address. And people are, are signing up for these platforms using their email addresses. And these social media platforms are the biggest senders of emails in the world. Yeah, and that's really important to bear in mind. If you sign up to anybody's uh, thing, as Kennedy said, you use an email address and then they tell you, they email you to tell you that somebody's tagged you in a photo. When is this lunacy going to end? You know, those people who send you a message on Facebook and then they post on your wall to tell you that they've done it and then they tag you in a comment to say they've posted on your wall to say they sent you a message. Uh, Facebook are emailing you every time that, that you know somebody tags you in anything. It's so, so important to realise that actually, like, these social platforms are lovely and great and they're nice to look at pictures of cats and everything. But... They don't replace email. No, I mean, do you rem I remember getting emails off Facebook saying I've been poked by strangers. Do you remember those? <laughs> yes, back in You've the day, nobody does that anymore. I think you still can, but nobody does. Nobody, nobody gets Fran poked frowned on Facebook. now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what you're looking to do here is to, to be everywhere that you're going to be uh, and have everything working together. So you're going to be speaking on stage and using that to grow your list. You're going to, you know, want, what, if you want to get more more engagement on a social media post, you're going to send an email to your list. If you want to make sales of your course, email your list. If you want to get people on a webinar, email your list. If you want to send people to another event where you're speaking on stage, you send them an email to your list. If you want to resell to your existing customers, you want to email your list. Basically, what we're doing is we're taking people and moving them around in this constant infrastructure so that you bring people from your social to your emails, from your emails back to your socials, from this podcast, to email and then we'll email you in, in the bottom of all of our emails it says go and listen to our podcast so we're pushing people back and forth there as well you're basically becoming 3d the goal here is to be able to show up look there is a limit to this we email our list every day and occasionally if we've got something particular going on it might be more than once a day just like if there's a deal closing or something like that but 
We email every day. But if we were to email 10 times a day, that probably is a bit much. I just don't think we could create that much good stuff. That probably is a bit much. But we can definitely email you once a day and post in our Facebook group, the Email Marketing Show community, a couple of times a day. Post on Facebook a couple of times a day. Tweet, I don't know, a million times a day. Uh, do this podcast every week, every Wednesday. And basically the goal of Yeah, you nearly said it. You nearly said it there. No, I didn't. Just Wednesday. Uh, The goal here is to make sure that we are surrounding the marketplace, surrounding your audience by being everywhere and being 3D, getting to letting them hear you, see you, smell you (laughs) from all different perspectives. Lovely, lovely. Scratch and sniff podcast coming to a player near you. <laughs> let's get let's let's contact Mark about that, shall we? Hey, when are we getting this the scratch and sniff on on, on captivate? Uh, do you remember scratch and sniff? They never smelled. So I've the heard thing. of it. I've heard of it, but I've never actually had one. I remember there was a thing on the like the national lottery show, uh, which used to be on TV. I don't even know if they show it on TV. I guess they probably have to, but. And they, you got like a special scratch and sniff card, and you like they would do like a, a game show because they tried so many different formats of that show, haven't they? Like different game shows, and you could like scratch and sniff along. Oh, she's in the water, and you would sniff it would smell like of chlorine, and then you would like, you know all these different things. Didn't know that. Uh, it never did though; they all just the smelled s- of cardboard. The Sun newspaper did do an April Fools' one day where they printed different colours of the newspaper and told you that it tasted of different things. It's like the red one that tastes of strawberry, and this blue one tastes of blueberry. <laughs> really. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's just summarize this bit because we've got some more stuff for you in a second. But the old way of doing email marketing is dead, right? And that's the reason we started this podcast in the first place. In fact, our our friend Neil Stafford, hello, Neil. I know you listen to the show. He first heard someone say that email marketing was dead back in 2002. So it's got a pretty long life. Like even if it was limping, it's doing a pretty good job of limping, which the old way of doing it is dead. But like we said, if you do it in this content driven way, then it is far from dead. And because this content led way lets you stand out from everybody else, you're going to get so much more attention. So many more people saying, I love your emails and you're going to make more sales from it. All right, so that's really, really important. In fact, it's, it's that whole idea of switching things around from just emailing when you want to sell to emailing so that when they're ready to buy, you're right there in front of them, right? Yeah, totally. And this is so important. It's again, like everything we talk about, it's making it very customer centric. It's all about making sure that you do it from their perspective. And let's face it, most people just check their emails on their phone. Loads of people check their emails on their phone. The mobile usage of email is increasing. So actually just see it as another channel of content. It's snuggled in there between TikTok and Instagram. Let's face it, all we do on the internet, to quote Frank Kern, all we do on the internet is type and click, right? When we run an online business, all you're doing is type in words and click in things. And if you type type the right words, and click in the right places, you make more money. So if you type some words and, and and put it on Facebook, people don't rush to love it any more than if you type those same words and send it in an email. Can we just think about that for a second, right? <laughs> it's all well and good to say, oh, well, I just post on Instagram nine times a day. People love it. Look, they can't get enough of the content. Oh, no, I only email, email my, my people once a month because I don't want to don't annoy them. It's the same thing. You're the same I can thing. tell you now, there's loads of groups where I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> So what you're looking to do is just to realize this is just content on the internet. And so email isn't inherently annoying. Email is incredibly useful sometimes. If I emailed you to say, congratulations, you've just won a million dollars, you couldn't get enough of those emails, could you? Email's not the problem. It's what people put in the email. That's what the problem, that's where the problem comes in. So if you really focus on how do I make these emails good so people want to get them, and there will be people that you subscribe to 
hint us, where you just can't get enough of their emails. You just love receiving their emails. There'll be a handful of people, and I can guarantee it'll only be a handful, there'll be a handful of people whose emails you really enjoy receiving and you like make time to make sure that you read their emails. So just see it as another content channel. Yeah. Okay, Rob, now we're going to go into a list of all of the alternatives to email marketing. So all the alternatives, yeah. a big list now of, so get your pen and paper ready. We're now going to give you a list of all the alternatives that you could use to replace email marketing. Rob, go. Number one. Um, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, this. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, that's not it. Oh, uh, I, what you, no. <laughs> I think you're getting the point, right? I wonder how long we could drag that out. <laughs> and people would go, people come on, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Nothing, nothing. Because it's the only thing. It's not like you've got a different social media channel you could use or anything like that. Email is email is email. Because the truth is, like, obviously your customers, for example, your customers might be on one specific social platform more than they're on others. But the truth is, most of us have most of those platforms, right? And so most people are on Facebook and Instagram or Instagram and LinkedIn or Instagram and Pinterest and all of that. And the truth is, you could build your business with, well, you could build your audience with blooming any of them. Somebody who preaches Instagram would teach you Instagram and they could make you amazing at Instagram. And somebody else who teaches Pinterest could teach you Pinterest. And if you really knuckled down and nailed that, you would, you would, you would just blow up on that. You would love it. But when it comes to email, there is nothing else you can do. Now, there is stuff that functionally looks like it could replace email, like SMS. But I mean, nobody, I mean, SMS is irritating if you receive too many of them. And it's 140 characters or whatever it is. Like, that's less than Twitter ever was. And so that's not very, not very practical. It's not very easy. It's not very easy way to read stuff. It doesn't feel like you can build much of a relationship there. Messenger marketing is riddled with problems because you've now got to start paying once past a certain point to get your messages in front of people. And again, that's very quick gonna most people are trying to are trying to spend less time on social media so that's not a good place to be there is nothing that replaces the emotional impact the relationship building that you can do by delivering content to your audience through email with sales materials you can do a webinar or a sales video and i can tell you if you pay a webinar expert to make you a webinar that's going to be amazing and if you pay a sales video expert to make your sales video that's going to be amazing as well but when it comes to email there's just nothing that can replace it. It's just an essential bit of your business if you want to have customers and sales. And the thing that powers the viewership of that webinar and gets people to that sales video is email. <laughs> and right. the thing that gets people to opt in for that thing and the way they actually access and register for that webinar, they end up giving you their email address. So everything basically comes down to this one hub of email. So the faster you start mastering and learning to enjoy and find the pieces of email marketing that you enjoy, the faster you're going to be able to supercharge the other, all those other elements of your business. I mean, let's be honest, when we first started the Facebook group, the Email Marketing Show community, our engagement on our posts in there was rubbish, absolutely terrible. So what did we do? We cheated and we, we absolutely advise you do this. When we put a new post in that group that we want lots of engagement on, we sent an email to our list and said, hey, we've just made this post. We'd love your comments. And we emailed our list about it. We do the same on our Facebook page. Uh, speaking of that, before we get into this week's subject line of the week, and I think you're going to really like this one, um, make sure you do come and join us in, in the Facebook group if you go to Facebook right now and search for the Email Marketing Show community, we'd love to see you in there. We'd love to meet you. We don't need to be a, a faceless number on our dashboard of statistics. Or if you're on your uh, favorite web browser, 
just open up that browser, type in robandkennedy.group, and that will forward you over to the group by magic. So now, let's get into this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Rob, what have you got? It's why we stopped being sexy. I mean, first of all, it's a blatant lie, isn't it? <laughs> we were never sexy to begin with. Uh, the thing is, right, this this does so many things in one subject line. First of all, it's funny. It's got a bit of a provocative word in there. Sexy is still a bit of a provocative word to stick in the subject line of an email. You're not going to get that from the bank, are you? So, like, it's got a bit of a provocative thing going on. Uh, but also, it shows that, you know, if you've been around our world for very long at all, you'll know that we don't take ourselves too seriously. Uh, we like to mess about and like to, you know, have self-deprecating humor and all of those things. So first of all, it's got all of that wrapped up into this lovely little ironic subject line. And the message was talking about the fact that we recently, it's just an interesting email thing for you. We recently split test uh, two opt-in offers. One of them was to get this cool, amazing, shiny lead magnet. The other one was just to get our emails every day. In fact, this even further sells the point of the episode. It's like we planned it. Um, so yeah, two opt-in choices. We ran one that was to go and get this amazing free PDF with loads of stuff in it. And the other one was to just get our emails every day. And the one that was just about getting our emails every day actually got a, something like a 56 or 59% increase in subscribers. How cool is that? So that just shows that people want your emails. Email's not dead because just offering people our daily emails got us a massive bump in subscribers. Love it. That's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. That means you won't miss out on another episode of this loveliness. Absolutely. And make sure you share this to tell other people about this because we want to get more people doing amazing email marketing so that everyone starts receiving better emails and so that businesses start reaping the rewards of sending better emails. And it's just going to tidy everything up. It is. We'll see you all next week.